You're listening to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. I'm Chris. And Chris, what do we talk about on this bullshit show? We talk about relationships. Like love. Sex. Butt stuff. Rock and roll. Anal. All of it. Beads. Yeah. Wieners. Yeah. Love. (laughs) Death. Family. (laughs) Kids. Friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship or a friendship. So I, uh, I, I know we try to avoid the political thing and I, I don't think this is political, but I, I was driving over here frustrated because I feel like that the coronavirus thing is never over. Now, I was one of those people very early on that said, I hope everyone accepts that masks are here to stay. You know, as soon as everyone talked about how low the flu numbers were, I was like, dude, those masks aren't going anywhere, mm-hmm. right? And I think there were some people that, especially what's going on now with the Delta variant and the Lambda variant, I think there are people that are happy that the masks are going back on. But statistically, if you're vaccinated, the likelihood of, of catching the Delta virus is very low. The idea of being hospitalized by it is 0.1%. The possibility of it killing you if you're vaccinated is 0.01%. You are more likely to be struck by lightning than you are to die from the Delta variant if you're vaccinated. You are a hundredth of a percentile. Yeah. Wow. So, but uh, my buddy who's in town from Pennsylvania, I love him. I'm not going to out him any further than that. He uh, is helping his mom and his grandma pack up their house because they're moving out to Pennsylvania with them. And we were supposed to hang out today. We were going to go to dinner and I was going to drag him to the gentleman's club because that's the kind of thing that he enjoys. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. we would just kind of cut loose and have a few drinks and and be fun. But his grandma is 96 years old and he's concerned about catching the Delta variant and making her sick. And I was like, I respect that because your grandma has a comorbidity, but the likelihood of you catching it and bringing it home to her is so small. Then the, since she is vaccinated, that the statistical probability of you giving it to her is very, very low because she is vaccinated, you know, and I understand that with her comorbidities, her mortality rate is much, much higher, but I just felt like I, I will respect your decision and not give you shit about it, but I, I disagree. I don't think, I think it's an unnecessary precaution. So what, what is COVID? Like, what is it? It's a, uh, it's not a respiratory disease. It is a bloodborne disease. Uh, like- I, did I? I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I mean, yeah. I thought it was, in fact, like a respiratory so, virus. So like did so I. Many but other it, flus and things. It affects your respiratory system because it has something to do with your blood. Hmm. Is uh, this is the information that was relayed to me? So you have this, and that's why it people with heart disease and stuff like that are affected hmm. much harder because it's dealing with your blood, and then you have issues with your heart and with your respiratory right. system. Right. So the and same so thing. It would so be forth. harmful to people with diabetes because yes. it's all about deficiencies of blood sugar, et exactly. cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Okay, interesting. So you've got this disease dealing with blood, and uh, it's very, very contagious, not very uh, likely to kill you. Mm-hmm. And then we have vaccines for it now. At a hospital in Texas, they have actually had a lot of uh, people come up with like signs of heart failure after being vaccinated because of how 
it affects your blood. Interesting. Uh, Tara's sister's been dealing with it recently. Really? That's she, scary. Yeah, she's a nurse out there. She's like, it would blow your mind. She's like, these people haven't got COVID, but they have uh, been vaccinated, and they are showing symptoms of heart failure and heart disease. Wow, that's terrifying. Because of how this affects their blood, and they were predisposed to it. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, right? That is terrifying. She's like, so they get to spend the rest of their lives on... Um, heart medications and blood pressure medicine because they took the vi- or because they took the vaccine. Yes, huh? Wild, delightful, wild. What a great! We live in such an interesting world. We're very lucky. It's never boring. Well, Christopher had friends over like a couple of weeks ago. Now, um, his friends are cool kids. They're good kids. Uh, some of them have families that are very different from mine and believe very different things than mine and one of them was telling christopher how badly he needed to be vaccinated and i'm like no one he's 11 he doesn't need that he would get the same dosage of a vaccine that i would there's no way that's fucking healthy like i weigh double triple his weight and you would give him the same amount of whatever is in that that you would give me i I, i'm kind of i'm skeptical of that um and then two it's not it's experimental still. It's not verified, bona fide, or anything like that. And then any literature that could be contradictory to its effectiveness is snuffed out. So why then would I allow my 11-year-old to take that? Like, your parents are good to do their own thing, but they need to not make you their mouthpiece. Well, and and, and why was it that it's now August, how come in in May we were being told that the vaccines were all like, you know, 90-odd percent effective against the Delta variant and that we shouldn't worry and that we shouldn't worry and that we shouldn't worry? And was, I mean, were we, were they wrong? Were we lied to? Was I just, I just, I mean, I get it. Science changes. Information changes. What we know today is different than what we'll know tomorrow. I get it. But there's also been a lot of deliberate just... Deception. Yeah. Deception, lies. The guy that makes the calls for everything was literally involved with funding the project that created the coronavirus. Yeah. Well, even even that, that's another thing that's terribly frustrating to me is that, you know, they they dance around this, this, you know, this, this, the, the uh, semantics of what gain of function is and what money the NIH or the NHI did send to the Wuhan mm-hmm. facility and where that money actually went. The idea that we gave money to a foreign institution and at that point, once we hand that money over, if we think we actually have any idea where that money is going to go is idiocy. As an American citizen, you don't know where your taxes are going. The people who decide where your taxes are going don't actually know where your no, taxes are going. No, they give it to China. Yeah, it, it, so that they can fund some kind of virology project that we don't that apparently leaked out into the world. And well, no, that's not pandemic. that's not what happened. Is that, you know, somebody was at a market and they ordered bat soup and the bat was the bat that was in the soup was sick and that person got sick and then they licked their finger 
fingers. Uh, I'm not going to use the chicken thing because I don't want to get us to sued. But their fingers were delicious. And they licked them a lot. And then they touched all the surfaces. Mm, and mm. then people got sick from the surfaces. No. Oh. And then they sneezed it on other people. So in that... Yeah. that- helped a virus mutate to a point that it looked as though when under a microscope that it was created in a lab and was made to be more communicable indoors than outdoors? Well, that's a, that's a, that's a lie because that's, that's not real science. That's not real. And simply by saying this, you're going to have our, our, you're going to have Silicon Valley remove us from the internet, Chris. You can't say those things, even though what you're saying at this point may well have been proven to be true. It is still a lie that must be removed from the, from the public forum. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, you can't. No, you can't. The restriction of free speech is really nice. Like it's good for some people. I love it. It's great. Um, yeah, it's it's absolutely great. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? Speaking of restriction of free speech, um, it, relating to the gaming industry again, uh, there's a guy named Sandy Peterson, mm-hmm. who's one of the original people from Chaosium Games that is with Chaosium Games again and has been for a while. They make Call of Cthulhu. Mm-hmm. Um, Sandy Peterson made some tweets that were seen as inappropriate regarding trans athletes. And then Chaosium came out very, very quickly with a statement and saying that Sandy's statements do not represent the statements of Chaosium. Those are Sandy's statements alone, not ours, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And trans women are women and trans men are men and please don't cancel us. And my first thought was, well, is Chaosium allowed at Gen Con? Did did they is there is their capitulation and apology appropriate? Is it enough? And are, are they going to be banned from the show? I'd like to know. So I'm going to send an email to Gen Con to their PR department and ask. And I'm going to do the same thing with Origins. I'd like to know if Chaosium is welcome at the show. That is so funny. Yeah. So you're just stirring the proverbial pot. Well, no. What I'm okay. So in in you're trying to figure out what the what the rule is. I just want to yeah. And and and, and, and if that throws a storm of shit into the fan, then fine. But just what I just want to know what the rules are. Are the rules okay? I mean, if if TSR had done exactly what Chaosium did, would we still have three TSRs? I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, I think people need to... Uh, looking at your wife all lustfully. I think people need he to... He wants to make another baby. I can see it in his eyes. Need to <laughs> not... Um, not put so much merit into the words that somebody else is saying and worry more so about what it is they are doing. Yeah. And when I say they, I mean the individual who was offended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, worry about yourself. Worry about your life. Worry about the direction that you're nah. going. That would just make too many sense. Nah. Too many of them. Nah, no, and I know I'm, I sound like an old, you know, an old world blue blood cracker colonialist, but I don't know. I just like when I was a kid, you know, we used to literally say sticks and stones may break my bones, but words would never hurt me. And we used to say we should judge people on the content of their character, not on the basis of their exterior. But in today's world, those things aren't actually true anymore. It is more harmful to you, your words, than your deeds will do more damage to your career and your social credit. 
I think we need to become physically violent again as a species. Hear me out. I I was not disagreeing. If I wasn't agreeing either. If we for became the, for the police. If we became physically violent with one another again, not killing each other, but beating each other, then I think you would understand better the ramifications of words. I agree. If I, physical harm was inflicted upon you versus the lack of emotional uh, fortitude that you show with being offended, I think you would have a better understanding for how the world works. And then you go a step further and you attempt to eviscerate somebody publicly and uh, in their professional career, and that's okay. So you get to be judge, jury, the sole arbiter of what happens with the entirety of an individual's life with zero care for it, knowing full good and well that at some point in your lifetime you have said something that was so wildly inappropriate. I, the hypocrisy of it just baffles me, and it is uh, it, it hurts. It fucking hurts. Well, and it's and it's interesting too. You know, we we continue to dig farther and farther back. I mean, there were some cancellations that happened at the uh, at the at the Tokyo Olympics mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where, you know, some people like a guy made a joke, uh, a bit, a bit about the Holocaust, like in the nineties, fucking gone, gone. I, it's just, it's crazy to me. It's absolutely crazy to me. You can but, do a bit about the Holocaust. Like I, I think we're 70 years, 80 years removed from that. Comedians have been doing it for a long time. Yeah. We but, can do that now. Right. But I, I th can we, I don't know. I think that what is acceptable has evolved with such rapidity that I'm lost. I was going to say, I think what is acceptable is determined at a later date by an individual whom shall not be named because they don't exist but are a collective, yeah. rather. Yeah, we may we be so fortunate to judge yesterday by tomorrow's standard. That'll be neat. I mean, here, that you can look at something from the past and be like, okay— wasn't really appropriate. There's Bugs Bunny cartoons that are blatantly racist. Okay. Like, that's not okay. We know moving forward never to do that again. Does that mean we erase it? Well, no. We need to know that that's not appropriate. Like, you need to know that somebody was shitty at one point in time. So the conventional wisdom is, is that if we erase that from history, then people in the future will not think that way. I think that's the idea, but it's not the reality. If you ignore the past, it's doomed to repeat itself. Like, there's all kinds of old cliches that point to that being reality. And if we look at history as a whole, we see that that is actually factual. So why then would we attempt to erase the past knowing that if we ignore it, it will come back to bite us in the ass? Hmm. No, I think you're absolutely right. People are silly gooses. They're silly gooses. Right. What if what if there is uh what if what if there's a group of people that have a vested interest in the past being repeated? Who would that be? I don't know. Bad guys? Bad guys. Villains, monsters, demons. So fucking Doctor Doom is in Washington right now. Yeah. Taking his his lobbied money. Yeah. That should be illegal, but isn't because that's okay. Taking his lobby money and saying, okay, I will silence people in the name of your free speech. Yeah. That's so weird. 
that's so weird. Yeah. I d- yeah, I'm not happy about that. Yeah, so I'm not either. So I have been I have been putting forth a lot of efforts to ignore. I mean, I'm not 100% yet. I have not quit paying attention to the events of the earth I- entirely, but I've slowed down for sure. Really have just trying to pay more attention to other stuff, to do more writing, to do more reading, and to just not worry about the things that I can't affect. But fuck, it's frustrating. It's hard. It's, it's, it's hard. It's like a, it's like a, an ache or a pain or something that's persistent and always there. Sometimes you have the ability when the pain wanes to ignore it. And sometimes you have some sort of pleasurable medication or intoxicant that dulls that pain for some time, but eventually it comes back and it frustrates you and you just want to pull the fucking tooth. You just want to be done with it. Right. Right. Yeah, I've been in this weird place recently. So, because your children are awesome? My children are awesome. But we've been in the process of like getting shit done at this new house that we purchased. Mm-hmm. Um, still working a regular job and trying to find an outlet outside of all that because you need uh you, you need some unwinding, but doing it appropriately is difficult. So, I'd have a few beers a few nights a week. Tara was like, hey, don't fucking do that. She's like, have fun with your friends every so often, but you don't need to have fucking get drunk a couple nights a week. Okay, fair point, fair point. I was just using uh, a method of escapism, if you will. Mm -hmm. And then fucking playing video games was the other thing. I was like, oh, I'm actually good at this game. But I was spending most of my free time doing that, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I have shit to edit. I have fucking shit that I could be doing at the new house. I have time that I could be spending with the kids. Like, none of this is really appropriate. Um, and her and I had a long conversation about it. And she's like, yeah, just fucking act like the grown-up that you are. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. So trying to, you know, act like the grown-up that I am. And uh, then you're confronted with the realities of what it, what it is to be human again. And it's just so bizarre. Like, you go to work... You deal with somebody's bullshit. It might be your bosses, it might be a customer's, it might be a peer's, whatever. You deal with people's bullshit and you're like, fuck, I don't have to or want to do this. I'm merely doing this because it's a means to an end. And it's so bizarre. And the fact that we do it, it it baffles me. And I was thinking about it today and I was like, man, I don't have that much longer that I have to do this if I do what I'm supposed to do. Like, I get to do this for, like, another year or two and then be done with it. So, that was there's, like, something to be found in it. And there's also that whole I can't be distracted by the white noise that's around me. Mm-hmm. You know? It was interesting. Yeah. Well, and it's weird, too. I mean, we there is so much noise, right? There's, it's so Always. easy to lose track of stuff. And I know that every generation you know, says that they had it easier or whatever than the generations that come after. But I think that the advancement of technology is undeniable. Mm-hmm. And the the ability to have the leisure time, luxury time that we have and the options that we have for squandering that luxury time are near endless. But we're more rushed than we've ever been. Right? Like, that's the part that's weird about it. Yeah. So we all act as though we're some fucking big wig executive somewhere that has this schedule that just is un- unrelenting. And, well, that's not 
at all the case. You found five hours to fuck off today. Right. How much television did you watch today? Right. How much video games did you watch today? What time did you go to bed? What time did you wake up? Right. Like, I've been going to bed super fucking late mm-hmm. and waking up basically when I have to to get out the door. And I was like, man, that's not healthy. Healthy. It's not who I am. It's not, not fun. I, it's not what I want to do. Like, right. yeah, you feel the first thing you do in the morning at that point then is feel rushed. Right. Okay. So then you rush. You get to your destination. You're flustered because you've already been rushed. So then you're like, I got to fucking take a second. Well, then you're wasting the time that you have to spend in this place. It's fucking ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, no, I hate being rushed in the morning when I was punching a normal clock, man. Mm-hmm. It was very important for me to get up like a couple hours before I had to leave for work because I need that time in the morning to take a shower, shave, have breakfast, have coffee, read a book, you know, just to wake up and recognize that there is a reason that I am doing this that is necessary. And that reason is the free time that I have, right? But if I wake up in the morning and I run out the door and I have to go to work, I'm like, I hate being late. I fucking hate it. Yeah. I hate, I hate being late more than I hate a lot of stuff. And I hate a lot of stuff, but I just, I can't, I woke up 15 minutes before I have to leave for work or 10 minutes before I have to leave for work. You know, I brush my teeth. I don't have time to make a cup of coffee. I grab a monster. I'm in the car. Fuck that. No, it sucks, dude. It It sucks. And it, it, like I said, it just throws off the rest of your day. And then you fucking do it all over again the next day. So then you're in this like cycle of unproductivity and just catching up right because you're staying up too late you're drinking you're not sleeping well Mm -hmm. you're rushing out the door Mm -hmm. you're tired and all that exhaustion and 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 malnutrition etc or poor nutrition i should say yeah yeah Uh, all of that compounds yeah i get it it fucks with you it does it does and then the next next thing you know you're snorting cocaine you know and you know some 60 year old man who's widowed who doesn't see his children is Taking his dentures out to, to blow you. Yeah, taking, you know, I was saying oh. that I was becoming a stripper. Oh, And oh, then, okay. you know, eventually, okay. I, at first I thought I could live this lifestyle and make enough money to pay for college, but instead I've just spiraled down into this pit of decadence and depravity. You know what's funny? When I was at my very most productive, I was at a place, it was at uh, the the last dealership that I was at, I cared. I was like, I have to be number one, have to be number one, have to be number one. So like, that's all I cared about. That's all I worked for was to be number one. So I go and do that. And then I was waking up at like 6 a.m., getting shit done in the morning. Didn't really miss a post or anything like that. Like everything was right all the time. And I was sleeping hardly any because I was working until 10 or 11 o'clock most nights. But like it was, I suppose it was filled sleep, I guess. Like fulfilled sleep, not sure. filled sleep. Um, so whatever sleep I was getting was good rest. 
Right. You you were doing a lot during the day. You were being responsible and you did not carry concerns with you late mm-hmm. into the night that harmed your sleep. You weren't sleeping, even though you were staying up late and waking up early, you had a regular schedule yep. and you didn't have five or six beers in you to dick up your sleep. Might even have five or six beers in me to dick up my sleep. Oh, really? Yeah. And still? Yeah. Wow. Okay. That, yeah, that, I could never be that guy. Even when I was responsible and was, you know, working 60, 70 hour weeks at the fantasy shop fuck man i still drank a lot <laughs> yeah yeah no i i, I like it at that dealership there were a few nights a week where i'd have drinks um the thing is that like not every night that i drink will i drink a lot oh sure you know what i mean yeah. like some nights you might not really even catch a buzz yeah no last night remember and i went to dinner uh today's my wife's birthday but she's actually out of town uh with her mother uh, her mom's taking her on a on a, a small you know basically road trip for her for her birthday that's why you're seeing people yeah <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense now that's not fair Can't to get my... this motherfucker to answer phone calls but not, now he's hanging out with people because she's that out of town not, no also, it makes sense it makes it's not sense. entirely fair to my wife but my my it's time, not her it's you that i'm my, criticizing my time is very strictly regimented and because <laughs> i don't have my wife at home and then yeah i i definitely yeah, yeah that wasn't a knock on her it was a knock at you yeah. so Anyway, my point was, I totally forgot my point. So my, my wife and I went out to dinner last night yeah. and I had a drink with dinner, but I was like, eh, you know, I mean, that's enough. I don't need any more. Right. Right. Yeah. Th- I, it's not to say I didn't want more. That's, that's the big challenge for me with booze is that I have a drink. I want a second and I have a second. I want a fourth. See, it was funny. One night this past week I had a, uh, a glass of whiskey. Mm-hmm. I wanted a beer. That's really all I wanted was a beer. A beer. Singular. I didn't have any fucking beer. Didn't feel like going to the store. So I was like, I've got whiskey here. So I did whiskey and sparkling water. I was like, I want it carbonated. Wasn't the greatest. But it was mine. Why Why would... Okay. So I, I enjoy a cocktail. Mm-hmm. But I... I don't want I, I don't want my whiskey to have carbon. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Jack and Coke. Coke maybe. Yeah. The, the sweetness does something with the True. sort of bitter tang of the carbonate. I don't know. I don't want carbonated whiskey. It makes me uncomfortable. Unless it isn't. Yeah. Well. I, okay. So I'm a fucking hypocrite. Don't and be uncomfortable. Conflicted. I don't like. You know what it is? It's carbonated water. It's like it's that's when, the problem. when you have it that way. It's like drinking a iced tea. That's what it's like. Like a a sparkling iced tea. Okay. It's enjoyable. Okay. Um, I'm going to take your word for that. it wasn't what I wanted. So I had my glass and I was like, that sucks. This has fizz, carbonation, and alcohol, but it's not hitting the spot. It's not beer. It's not beer. So Tara calls me. She was at the new house painting with her girlfriends and she's like, hey, uh, you should come look at this room. I think it turned out really pretty. I was like, okay. So I go and look at it. I was like, yeah, it looks really nice. And I was like, oh, yeah, I have a beer in the fridge here. I'm having my beer now. Didn't even have a buzz going at this point. Go home, drink my beer, go to bed. Three in the morning runs around. Tara's knocking on the door with her girlfriends. And she's like, I didn't have my key on me. I'm like, okay, come on in. They fucking stayed up painting, you know, basically all night. Whatever. This is the new place? Yeah. I wake up, and it felt like I drank a fucking 12-pack. 
I was like, what the hell, man? Didn't even have a buzz. And now I feel like a full-blown hangover. The beer hangover is real, man. Ah, I, I feel. It I was feel real whiskey. Really? Okay. Yeah. I feel like the older I get, that the more beer affects me in terms of feeling like shit the next day. See, beer doesn't really get to me so much. Mm. I mean, if I drink a bunch of it, yes. Um, Rolling Rock has always been my go-to because it's hangover-proof. Yeah. Yeah, you don't get hangovers with Rolling Rock. I feel like that's not real. It's scientifically proven. I feel like that that's <laughs> not a real thing, but okay. It's not, but I pretend it is. And if you believe it, then it's real. That's what this world has taught me. Anywho. Well, so, it's your it's your truth. Yeah, it's my world. Yeah, because Everybody truth, else just gets to live in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's your truth. Yeah, you are subject to my reality. Until it conflicts with my truth. Yes, exactly. And then... We're at some bitter crossroads that uh, may not ever, you know, It'll be probably crossed. involve anal. Yeah, definitely anal. 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 I like how it, it sounds. <laughs> it sounds very academic and very high, but we're having anal. Tonight, we will be experiencing the anal. <laughs> the anal intercourse. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, what the fuck were we talking about? I don't remember. Oh, drinking, drinking, drinking. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about drinking too much and staying out late and just not being healthy and being old men. And you know, Yes. Don't do that. Hey, don't do that. But also, don't fucking be afraid to live your life. Right. You know, I mean, imagine if you thought every day about the number of people that are killed in cars. Right. The number of people that are killed on trains, on planes. On roller coasters? Heart disease. Oh, heart disease gets way more than Cancer. Yeah. Oh, man, a lot of fucking death out there. We should probably be afraid of all of it, and we should probably do whatever we can to prevent just one death. We could totally just, like, you know, try to live life and accept death when it comes. No. I think I think that that's the way. That doesn't that doesn't work. Okay. A child could die, Chris. Yes. And and and, and if, stating a child could die is no more real than the fact that it can happen regardless of if you state it or not. Hmm. It's the same likelihood. One way you get to experience life with some semblance of joy, the other way you don't. Yeah, I feel like that you're a monster, Chris, and you're in favor of just wanton death and destruction and killing people because you want to go outside without your mask on. I feel that makes you a villain. You know what's funny? So I have recently, in protest of St. Louis uh, reenacting the mask mandate, been not wearing my mask when I go into places Mm -hmm. just to see what they do. You get guff? No, nobody says anything. Huh. Um, And I'm not... I'm not fucking gonna wear it. Hmm. Okay. Like, so at work, we have to wear them. It's a stipulation of employment. Okay. I can live with that. In public? Well, that's my time. It's my time. And you mean to tell me that Sam Page is the individual who has reenacted the mask mandate here that was then overturned and then... It was well, there's sent. some there's some serious question about its legality. Yeah, yeah, and, and and its enforceability or the or its lack thereof. Yes. Yeah. Um. And the statements that I read that Page made after that, I was like, dude, I fucking won't wear a mask just because of you being a uh, fucking arrogant cunt. He was like, people will do it because we said to. Right. And I'm like, dude, I I actually emailed him requesting his resignation. This is oh. honest to God truth. I was very polite. 
but I was like, hey, um, you're in a position of honor and you don't deserve it. So I'm going to respectfully ask that you, uh, you know, right. turn over your title basically and resign. And he's not gonna. No, he's not. He he's care. a fucking fat piece of shit. Um, <laughs> you can't bitch. say that. You can't call. You cannot. Even if someone is disgustingly oh, okay. obese, he's an unhealthy even, piece even of shit. Even if you How about look that? at them, can I say and unhealthy? You want to throw up in your mouth because they're so fucking disgustingly rotund. You, get to be a you don't doctor? get to call people fat I don't nowadays. Think you Chris. get to be a doctor. And then not take care of yourself while you're telling people how to take care of themselves. And one of the things that you're saying that people need to do to take care of themselves is to wear a mask. Right. How about eat a salad? How about yeah? How about did you know? Did you know how much obesity kills people in this country? Did you every know day? if you weren't obese, the likelihood of coronavirus killing you goes down exponentially. Sure. Because did you know if you don't have vitamin D deficiencies, the likelihood that it kills you goes down exponentially. The fact that you might not even get sick if you have adequate vitamin D in your system. Right. Like, come the fuck on. You, man. you mean if I spend time exercising outside, I'll be healthy and not get. If, if I take a multivitamin. Stop it. I know. Stop it, Chris. No, it's tough. you can't. It's tough. It's tough. This it's it's insanity. You can't you can't do that. But yes, I requested that piece of shit's resignation. Mm. Um and in protest to this, I have not been wearing it. Mm. Uh there have been a couple of times where like I put one on because I was like, Oh, I don't want to hear any bullshit. And then I was like, Oh yeah, I don't fucking care if I hear bullshit. Yeah, I don't I don't want to have the fight with strangers because everyone is so tense. You don't know what kind of lunatic is going to escalate. That's exactly. Like, if you are right. if you are so fragile and weak and in fact just 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 feckless as a human being that you feel an obligation or responsibility to tell another citizen who's very likely vaccinated statistically that they have to put on their mask because of the delta variant you are sad sad very small pathetic human being oh here here check this out so i was at the new house the other day uh I forgot I had a meeting with a guy to measure for a new basement door. So he calls me. He's like, hey, are you at your house? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, at 12, 6, And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, hang on. I'll be there in two seconds. I'm literally 30 seconds down the road. So right. I shoot over there real fast. I park on the wrong side of the street because this guy is here. He's trying to do me a service. Right. Go inside with the guy. He's measuring blah, blah, blah um, for this new basement door that we need. We go through the whole song and dance, and he is like, okay, you know, and then as he's getting ready to leave, my doorbell rings, and I'm like, sorry, dude, I gotta see what's going on outside. <laughs> oh, no. So he's like making notes, whatever, I go outside, and uh, somebody is walking down the road, they turn around, and they're like, hi, that was us, and I was like, oh, okay, old guy and his wife, mm -hmm. okay, Um the guy comes up to my driveway and he's like, hey, I just wanted to let you know that your car is parked on the wrong side of the road. If a policeman were to drive by, he might be upset. And I was like, well, I was late for a meeting with somebody here. So I fucking flew up here and parked there because I can. And his giant van was in my driveway, so mm -hmm. I couldn't really park there. But I appreciate you minding my business. Um, no, guess. I didn't even say anything about it. I was very polite because I did not want to start a war with the new neighbors. Right. So I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I appreciate your concern. Yeah. I parked there because I was running yeah. a little late. Yeah, for this you know, meeting. yeah, you're, you know what? You're absolutely right. I'm going to move it in a second. I just, I had to run in to let this didn't, guy. No, see, yeah. I didn't tell him he was right, nor would I, uh -huh. um, because it was taking every fiber of my being not to tell him to fuck off and mind his own business. 
So, but sometimes can't you just restrain your own strength? Can't you just submit and be I did. nice? I was nice. I was nice because mm, I was like, were you nice or were you Chris nice? I was not condescending whatsoever mm, because I was like, I'm not. Are gonna, you sure? Hundred percent. Did you ask the the guy who was there to measure whatever what he was measuring, what he thought? Well, he comes up and shakes my hand. <laughs> These people are standing in my driveway toward the end of it, so I walk toward them and I'm like, oh hey, you know, I'm Chris, blah blah blah, and we're doing the whole pleasantry thing, and the guy's like, oh, that's far enough. And I'm like, bitch, you're in my driveway. Right. Get the fuck out of it if that's far enough. Right. Like, what are you doing? So I'm like baffled and I'm kind of taken back. And I was like, I just looked at him puzzled. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's really nice to meet you guys. I'm going to go back to what I'm doing. Oh, okay. When are you guys moving in? And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? You just told me you didn't want to stand close to each other to have a right. conversation and meet one right. another. But you want to sit here and have a conversation about right. when I'm moving in. Like, what what are you doing, dude? What are you doing? And I'm like, it'll be real soon. Um, and he's like, oh, okay. I think you got a pretty car. I was like, thanks. I work for a car manufacturer. Oh, okay. Well, which one do you work for? And I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing here? You come over here to tell me how to live my life, and then you're going to ask about my life? Like, yeah, you already he, know because you're telling me how to live it. Now he wants to be in your business on yeah. top of it. So Tara, I call Tara, and I'm like, hey, I want you to let me know if I'm wrong. I was like, but I was upset and it took every fucking ounce of self-control not to snap at this guy. And she's like, I actually met that guy. Um, I didn't really care for him either. Oh, right. Uh, she's like, I think we should make our new Wi-Fi thing. Mind your own business. Um, I love that. So I absolutely here's the love reason, that. So then she told me the story about one of her patients and she's like his is Larry I'll cut my grass when I fucking feel like it (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's the coolest all of his wi-fi things were directed at Larry you know minding his own fucking business and I'm like god this guy is a hero he's a fucking hero so I was like you know what that's fair because right now it's like bat cave do not connect and you know I thought it was funny and nerdy but now it's gonna be Mind your own fucking business. Yeah, mind your own fucking... I mean, seriously. Like, I can't imagine... Like, I mean, okay. And and I guess maybe that's what perpetuates white trashness, right? Like, because I grew up poor white trash. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that you minded your own fucking business, right? Like, that's one thing that the black community and poor white trash have in common. Yeah. Is you mind your own fucking business. If it doesn't have to do with you, then don't yeah. do with it. Yeah, my neighbor's tricycle is in their yard and it's rusty and it's gross and it's annoying and it's drying it's drying down property values and you know what i don't do go to my fucking neighbor's house and tell them to move their goddamn kids trike because they have a job and they have their own bullshit to deal with and me looking at the rusty tricycle it's a pretty minor thing compared to like say living in darfur so i'm cool i'm gonna leave that guy fucking alone it's like parking your dude my car being parked here doesn't affect you or anybody else. And guess what? I can park there if my car's facing the other way. Like, so, so this was not in any way, shape, or form an obstruction that it could otherwise be if it were turned the other it way. Is, it is You're, a hazard. It is a hazard to traffic because your car facing the wrong way on that side mm-hmm, of the tree mm-hmm. or side of the street gives the impression to traffic that's going that side of the street that there is an oncoming car in the wrong lane. That is why it's illegal, and that's why they will give and, you a ticket i'm fine with now with that said 
The likelihood of somebody having an accident in that situation is so fucking low. The only reason that law exists is to fucking grab money. It's it's in a residential area. It's dude. a money grab. And that's all it is. I, well, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, when's the last time I saw a cop in here? Oh, yeah, never. Yeah. I've never seen one here. Never. So... How, why would they be driving right. down the road unless some fucking cunt like you called them? Yeah. And like, I, I, I don't know. My thoughts were all a fluster at that point. And I was like, man, I would love to just tear into you. You should look at his wife and be like, you fuck this guy? Oh, dude, the guy was a bitch, too. <laughs> I'm like, you fuck this no, guy? He was, what is he was, wrong he was, with he you? He was like the proverbial fucking weak dick. Yeah, I'm um, sure. Some fucking beta cuck. Yeah, who, yeah, that's exactly what he was. She was. She could kick his ass. Okay? Yeah, he was just, I'm going to go down there and tell this young man with his long hair Honey, you and his sports car about how he can't park on the system. You want to see how strong I am, babe? Yeah. I can do this. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah, dude. Not I was cool. like, go, go fuck yourself, man. Yeah. So, I bit my tongue. But like, what's your name? What's your name? Larry, you ever been in a hurry? You ever been in a hurry? You ever been in a hurry and then had some fucking asshole come up to you and get up all in your business? Have you ever had that happen? Well, so it's funny because my first <laughs> inkling was to say, just mind your own fucking business, right. dude. But I'm like, man, I can't start a war with the new neighbors. Yes, you can. I wanted to. I wanted to. You can. And I have friends that do that shit. Yeah, I, I think it's unwise. Oh, and that's, that was my point. Yeah. You pick and choose your battles. And yeah. I was attempting to... You know, pick and choose my battles yeah. appropriately. Now, that being said, if something along these lines happens again, I will draw my sword. And I'm ready. It's funny. And it's good. And really, I just want that guy to go fuck himself. Right. Sorry. I was being rude. Was no, that's okay. Got a text about something. Um, no, I think you're absolutely right. That guy should mind his own, that guy should mind his own business. And what I don't understand, I mean... I know we, we all have our own judgments. We all have our own weird shit, right? But I, I, just, I just don't get that. You know, you've got all these people on this street have their own problems and their own issues mm-hmm. and they're trying to live their life, right? And it just, that's like such a mind, like you, you haven't even moved into the house yet. Yeah. And this guy's in your fucking business. Yeah. Dude, not cool don't like that that's why i want land that's why i want my neighbors to be you know a, a, you know several hundred feet away from me and it's my father-in-law that's what's crazy and my mother-in-law and then the this closest neighbors are miles away fucker's house is hundreds of feet away from mine separated uh, by a privacy fence wow so this is literally just somebody going for a fucking walk right and then being like i need to stick my nose in someone else's business wow sir sir and i'm like dude you're, you're is your life that empty and that's why we have a privacy fence is because i have the decency to keep my mess in a closet or under the bed so when you come into my house, it doesn't look like a pigsty, even if it is a pigsty. So if you look at my house, it doesn't necessarily look like a shithole, although there's a case to be made. But my backyard, far bigger shithole that you can't see. Ah. I see, because I, I, I think everyone needs to keep their shit behind closed doors. Behind closed doors. Now, my philosophy has always been, I want to be the shitbag neighbor. Because if I'm the worst caliber human being on my street... Other people can't be as bad. Exactly. And unfortunately, in the neighborhood that we've lived in in the last 15 years, 
I have been unfortunately outdone progressively increasing my status as an upstanding oh, neighbor yeah. while shitbags have moved in yes. and are dragging down the property values everywhere. And it's terrible because I am a shitbag. And unfortunately, the cracks of pressure that my shitbagginess have caused in my neighborhood mm-hmm. have allowed worse shitbags to move in. I wish I wish I would have bought a house in there about five years ago. In your neighborhood? Yep. Because they, you could get one for like fucking forty grand at that point in time, and now you can sell it for one hundred and seventy. It was not just that they rent for nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month. Nine hundred and fifty thousand. Nine hundred and fifty or a thousand dollars a month. Whoo! I was like, that, I think your but math your, is but wrong, but bro. Your, but your mortgage payment on that would only be like three hundred dollars a month, right. so that's six hundred dollars a month in profit. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. So I fuck, dude. I should have jumped on one of those. I was like, I don't want to buy a house here. I was being so snooty. No, no, foolish, I get it. Foolish. I get it. Well, no, and it's and in the neighborhood is not bad yet, but it definitely has declined. Just past, just past Garrett, those apartments. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Well, in the thing is, in my neighborhood, they put in a Dollar General. Mm-hmm. And right on there on the bottom. And I was like, well, there goes the neighborhood. My my mother-in-law's like, don't you think that's great and super convenient? You have a Dollar General? I'm like, it's great and super convenient, but their demographic research indicates that mine is the kind of neighborhood that will support a Dollar General. That is not the fucking place where I want to live. Now, I know that makes me sound like a snooty asshole, but I don't care. So Dollar General is the downfall of your neighborhood. Well, so... If, if, if your neighborhood has an everything is a dollar manufactured in China, poisonous garbage, right? And that the majority of your staple shopping is done at the dollar store that says that your neighborhood does not have a lot of economic power. Mm, Fair point. Fair point. So you're going to move? Well, I mean, we've been talking about moving forever. It's really about my wife getting a job that she can transport with her, that she can take with her. Now, that's a whole different front. She's actually had quite a number of interviews. She had literally interviews all day yesterday. Holy shit. Yeah. So hopefully it pans out. This company might like her. They, you know, she interviewed with several people from one company yesterday. Oh, nice. So yeah, who, who knows? But yes, the intention is to move, to buy land and just be me and my in-laws. And then when they die of old age, my wife dies of heart disease. When I'm in my mid-50s, I will uh, have all that land and craziness to myself to build my bunker. Why don't you just buy a fucking bomb shelter or a missile silo? I don't because I don't actually want a bunker. I was kidding. I want a missile silo. I, well, I mean. To have it. I want a dungeon. I mean, if I was, if I was you know, fucking Jeff Bezos money, man, I, I would have... I would have a dungeon. You mean to tell me you wouldn't, if you were Jeff Bezos, you would not have the U.S. government fund you to go to space with your brother? You would, in fact, just get a bunker with your own right. goddamn money? Yeah. So here's what here's what here's what I would here's or what a dungeon. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, here's what I would do. I would give a billion dollars to Africa. I would take all of the all of the different gov- countries governing Africa, and I would distribute a million dollars to each of those countries based on the origin of their slave resource. Um, you know, so how many slaves those African countries contributed to American slavery? I would give them more of that billion dollars, and then I would encourage them to fight the Chinese. Then I. 
I I would take another billion dollars and give it to the National Organization of People of Color or the National Association for the Advancement of People of Color because mm-hmm. the other way is racist. And I would give them a billion dollars and say, you should give this as restitution, right? And then I still have a, cal- a near incalculable amount of money. Then I would spend a billion dollars and I would buy an a island on which my dungeon would be built. I, like, would be a su- I would be a proper super villain and have a self-sufficient island nation, Chris. When, when you say a dungeon, yeah, do you mean like dungeon crawl dungeon? I mean like I am going to get a copy of a variety. I'm going to get copies of many, many different D&D modules from the <laughs> 80s. I'm going to go through their white background, light blue pencil maps, and I am going to take my favorite elements from all of those dungeons, and I'm going to have them, you know, homogenized and amorphously mashed together to make a beautiful dungeon that we can explore. Yes. Oh, my God, dude. I'd move in with you. I'd be like, Tara, kids, you're on your own. Yeah. What is the purpose of this dungeon, Mike? It's several, it's several, it's tens of thousands of square feet of empty space and stone that is leaking water and moldy and gross. And I'd be like, you're welcome. <laughs> there's shackles, too. Yeah, there's shackles. Oh, every room outfitted. <laughs> every room outfitted. Would you buy like animatronic dragons at that point? Well, I have, a, I have billions of dollars. I would do whatever. I would buy human beings. We would we would actually we would make we would make uh, dark web Dungeons and Dragons snuff films. We would no. purchase human oh my beings. God. Do yeah. you know Do you know how fucking huge that could be if you yeah. did a live role playing experience? Oh my God! If it was like hostile, yeah. But instead, it was Dungeons and Dragons and people. Oh fuck! We've just got a script, Chris. We have got a movie script. Well, you don't even have to kill them. That's the thing. You could do it as I'm talking as like an amusement park kind of thing. You have people come in. As they come in, they select a character role and they come in with their adventure party. Well, then they get to do this dungeon crawl. But in real life, so, so there's be problem like, solving. Right. And so it's like True Dungeon. Yes, yeah. but but at, with a lot of money behind but it. But fucking awesomer. Okay, but fucking awesome. Like an escape room. I love it. Yeah, but gooder. Yeah, I gotta I gotta tell you that the the human being who is been abducted and forced into orc costume, I really do want to hit them with my great axe. Do I get that experience, Chris? You know what? Fuck it. Yeah, it'd be a great movie. So it'll be hostile. It'll be hostile, but for Dungeons and Dragons. I love that. So like if Elon Musk and and Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates and those kinds of people got together. fuck would be there too. Oh, dad, dude, that guy's a dungeon master, right? There's no way. Not even a dungeon master. No, he'd be the guy. He'd be the rogue there behind somebody backstabbing (laughs) them. Stealing their shit. (laughs) That's a great idea. It's mine now. (laughs) 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 Oh, Chris, what's our word of wisdom today because we're i think we're i think we did pretty yeah 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 we're there we're there our word of wisdom is mind your own fucking business if it doesn't have to do with you then you don't have to do with it mind your own fucking business